Hello, my amazing mompreneurs. Welcome to Mom Chat Wednesdays. Before we hop into today's episode, I had two quick housekeeping things that I wanted to remind you of. First and foremost, if you have not checked out the Connect Retreat already, you need to head to themompreneurguide.com slash retreat so you can see this amazing event. We will be hosting it here in Sugar Falls, Ohio, our hometown, from July 13th through the 15th, and it is where you can come to connect more with yourself, connect with more mompreneurs, and also learn how to better connect with your community so you can become that recognized resource in your space and that self-assured mompreneur who is present and productive, that woman that you know that you are meant to be. We are going to have such a blast. You're going to get to see a family appearance from my crew as well. And we are going to just deepen our relationships with ourselves and others and come back transformed. I would love to host you there and I would love to also extend a thousand dollars off. So if you head to that link until June 30th, you will receive that amazing discount. The other thing I wanted to mention is that at the beginning of this episode, Lori, our guest, speaks about a summit that she is hosting. And the exciting news is it actually starts next week. It is called the Super Mom Summit. And it's for all of you amazing mompreneurs who want to, again, up-level what you're doing, whether that's your schedule, how you're showing up in your business, the strategy behind it, all of the things. There are amazing speakers that will be joining and I am actually one of them. So make sure you head to the link below so that you can go snag your free seat for the Supermom Summit and spend four days learning how to better become that Supermom that you know you are. Now let's hear all of the amazingness that Lori had to share with us in our mom chat today by hopping into today's episode. Hello, my amazing mompreneurs. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. Today's mom chat. I have my amazing friend with me, Lori, and Lori and I became friends through Instagram. Another one of the situations where I don't really remember. Did Holly (laughs) connect us? No, the podcasting Uh, group. That's what we did. Yeah, podcasting group. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. See, I never remember because I I said this in the last one. You just become my friend. And so I just know you as my friend and then I share you with everybody. So I'm so excited for us to talk today. This is going to be just so much fun. I just really want this to be a space for moms to be able to just listen in on other moms talking, be like a fly on the wall and just get to hear what's going on in our world, what we're thinking about. I just think that that's so powerful. I think there's, you know, a lot in the strategy and everything like that, but then there's a lot in the just talking and and hearing that we're not alone and, and feeling seen and everything. So, um, yeah, I'm just really excited for us to, to chat about that today. I would love for you to start off. Just tell everybody before we get into hearing what's going on in your world, tell them about your mom and entrepreneur life. Sure. I am a wife. I'm a mom of four. My oldest is 12 and my youngest is five. And uh, I have two boys and two girls. And then I own Secrets of Supermom. And I am in that. I am an author. So I have the book Secrets of Supermom. I am a podcast host. I have the Secrets of Supermom show and um, a number of other fun things to come. So yeah, that's, um, that's my entrepreneur life. You're amazing. Yeah. Lori, it's so funny. I came across Lori. Um, what was that? I don't know. I was Googling something and then I came across her book and then I saw her podcast and I immediately thought it was genius. Cause you read some of the stuff from your book and kept that framework in the podcast. And I was like, that's so smart. This woman is genius. And months went by. And then we were in this podcasting group together and I was like, oh, Lori is here. Like I found her online and here she is. And we got to talking and we just have become the best of friends. And so I'm just so grateful to have you here. So talk to us. I like to start up these conversations with like, what is the one thing 
that's taking up the most space on your mompreneur mind right now? Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. Like, what is that thing that has just been taking up all the space and it's been what you've been thinking about or working through or or anything like that, that we could kick the conversation off with. And I might be in a similar place. So, well, I have a business thing that is taking up all the space and then also a personal like mom thing that's taking Mm -hmm. up all the space. So I'm totally happy to talk about both of them if you want to hear both. Um, So the business one is I decided just a couple of weeks ago to do a summit. I had attended many virtual summits, so many, and I always thought they were amazing. And I always also thought, well, that seems like a lot of work right? Like, mm-hmm. wow, this, a summit has so many moving parts. They, they are so much work and so much value, but I don't know that I could ever do that is really what I thought it was what I put in my head. And so a couple of weeks ago I decided, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it fast. And so we hit the ground running and we've been doing interviews and doing all the things. And so that has, in that kind of shift has taken up all of my mental space business-wise, right? Mm -hmm. You know, trying to figure out all of the things because just like anything else you do for the first time, right? If you're doing something, if you're doing something you've done 25 times, you might have a hiccup, but so often, whether you have a corporate career or you have a, a business or whatever it is, when you start to do something over and over, it becomes easy. So my podcast, for example, it's really easy for me to edit and get my podcast out every week because now I know how to do it. Right. You're Megan shaking your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah oh, Cause yes. you feel the same way, right? You get that kind of groove and you just can do it. And it doesn't require nearly as much thought, effort, energy as it did before. And I'm really diligent about following the same exact process because I know the magic of routines of habits of that type of strategy you do too, and how much easier it is to do it that way. And so there are other things in my business that just take so much less effort than they used to. And now to do something brand new, first time, never gone through a list of things before, never had to think, okay, what will this look like in two weeks? What will this look like in four weeks? What will this look like the week of? What will this look like from a speaker's point of view? What will this look like from an attendee's point of view? How can I make it amazing for everyone? It's a lot, right? It's a lot of things, a lot of questions to ask yourself and things you've never asked yourself before. So for me, that's a lot. It's a lot in my mind. It's a lot in my brain. It's a lot of um, asking for, you know, support and asking really distinct questions of other moms in my world, whether they've run summits before or they're just momming. And I want to make sure it's amazing as they would, you know, maybe be an attendee, whether they're a speaker and what things have really been great for them in the past and what has been a big frustration, right? Asking lots of questions and really trying hard to listen as well as I possibly can. All of those things are, there are a lot. So they're taking up a lot of my mompreneur space right now. Mm-hmm. I love everything that you're saying here. And I'm super curious to know. So basically it's like you're, you're in that beginner mindset again, yeah. you had like not to say perfected, but like you had been more experienced in the stuff that you were doing in your business, not to say it was on a autopilot, but again, you've, you'd systematize things. There were less hiccups. So do you feel like now that you're in the spot where you finally took on something new and then like accepted that challenge, that it was that thing that you needed, like you needed to kind of start at the beginning again for new challenge and excitement and, and learning and thinking in different ways and being curious. Do you feel like you were just in that point in your business where it was time for a, an addition or a change up? Yeah. I think that 
I don't get bored by the, by the routine. I, I do thrive in the routines for, for certain things. And so like, I'm certainly not bored by my podcast. I think mm-hmm. it's amazing. Me, you know, the interviews are unbelievable. These women are, uh, they just blow my mind. Every person I ever meet with, they blow my mind. And so it's still really exciting, but it just became easy versus being very stressful. And mm-hmm. so I do like a challenge. I do like to, to try something new. Like I said, I didn't think it was going to be a summit. I thought it was going to maybe be writing another book or it may, you know, I wasn't really sure where the second half of my year looked like I'd really planned out the first part. And I hadn't, I, I hadn't made real big commitments to the second part of my year when I planned my year at the beginning. And so, because I thought maybe I'll do a retreat, maybe I'll do something else. And then there, then this just became the thing. And so yeah, I think it does light a little bit of a fire. It's exciting, also kind of nerve-wracking, gives you like fun anxiety, but also like the yucky anxiety too, right? <laughs> At the same time. Um, so it's just, I do think that I will always want something like this in my business, something that pushes me a little further out of my comfort zone, something that I am not an expert in, something that's new and exciting and a little bit scary. And I'll tell you my word of the year is jump. And the jump is not only to like jump for joy and to actually do like a real box jump, like in my workouts, I'm really close and I want to do an actual box jump, (laughs) but my, but the other point of this was to jump into new things to sometimes you have to just kind of take the leap of faith. And so that's jump for me too. And so this, when I had the, the discussion about doing this and the thoughts about doing this, it really was, okay, this is, this is going to be a jump for you. So mm-hmm. it's time. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when you, I think you voice noted me or we I talked did. Back and yeah. forth about it. Yeah. And you were telling me, I'm like, um, yes, you need to do this. You are so amazing. And you are just such a great connector and all of those things. And I remember that. So the point that you reached out, I think I had done two summits at that point. And I was the same way. It's like, what I wrote down from what you said is like, something new is needed we kind of need that something new in our business to keep us at our edge and and keep us trying something new. And I think that's a good thing to remember. And I, I think the timeline for me at least was helpful to keep it close and tight. Cause then it's like, I just feel like there's more momentum when you do something like that. And, and as the speakers, just in the case of the summit, it's like, you know, you just did the thing and now here it goes. And it it all kind of stays on this, like the train is moving forward. Um, But then for you, you keep your momentum and and it doesn't give you too much space to think about it or, or, you know, allow yourself to get too exhausted. Do you feel like, cause you've had what, like a month and a half between starting and when it's going to air. I made the decision to do it on April 21st. And so today is the, is May 13th. I know that this won't come out right away, but yeah. yeah. So like, like two and a half weeks, I went from, I'm going to do this to execution. Mm -hmm. And so I think what you're saying, so I just had this conversation with a group of other moms um, that I'm in a group with. We said, okay, what was like, what made this different than maybe something else I might do? Mm -hmm. And it was really that I made the decision. And then I just started taking action. It was just immediate action and go. And the, the thing that that helps me with, and I, I feel like this will probably resonate is sometimes we try to start a new thing and it's really scary and we don't know what the next steps are. And so we wait, we wait to get started or we procrastinate and do other things because it is too scary, or we think it's not going to be perfect, or we think it's not going to be amazing. And we just, we wait and we get scared and we get more and more scared. I get more and more scared the longer I wait. So if I make a decision, sometimes 
I have to just jump and I have to put it out there publicly. So like I reached out to a bunch of speakers day one and was like, hi, I'm doing something new. I would love for you to be part of this. You're amazing. You know, I love talking to you. And I think you would just be such a benefit to every woman that attends. And that, you know, when I reached out to so many came back and said, amazing. Yes, I want in. Right. And so that then also kept that momentum going. It was, I took the leap and it worked, but let's say I took the leap and people were like, Oh, summertime. (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that. What, you know, what could I have done? I would have tried more people. I would have reached out to more people. Right. Cause I, as soon as I set that out there, it was like, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to keep this train moving. Just like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have a question for you though there. Do you think it was the energy that you brought? Like you had that momentum, you realized what you wanted to do. You were super excited. And so you brought that excited energy and the way that you just explained it, like who wouldn't say yes to that? Who cares what time of the year it is? Like, of of course, versus if you would have been like, well, I'm thinking about this thing. And like, maybe, I don't know, maybe I think you would like it and and it's in the summertime. I know that's kind of inconvenient, but, 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 you know, the energy that you brought to that uh, was different. Do you yeah. feel like there's the energy and then of course, plus the action, but probably more energy than anything else. Yeah. I think, um, I think that, I think my energy is a great benefit to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you that. So I have a, a totally separate example. I run a photography business on the side also, mm-hmm. right? Like I have my, my book business, but I mm-hmm. also have this photography business and it's not huge. I don't do tons and tons of shoots. I'm not shooting every day, but I do mostly families and occasionally I do weddings. So I promise this is going somewhere. So I have, um, so I had this couple that met with me and they were really excited and they hired me for their wedding. I don't do a lot of weddings. I didn't have a big wedding portfolio, but they were like, yes, I want you. And the morning of her wedding, as we were getting all excited and doing so many things and taking pictures, she looked at me and she said, I knew I wanted your energy around me today. That was why she hired me, not because I was the best wedding photographer in Phoenix, not because I was, had the biggest, best portfolio, not because my package was like anything that she was like, I couldn't say no to that. She wanted my energy around her because she knew that she needed to be excited and feel beautiful and have the most wonderful day of her entire life. And that's what she wanted around her. And so I, ever since she told me that, you know, so this has been a year, over a year now, ever since she told me that I carry that with me in all the business that I do, because I know that that energy is so important to people, right? It's so important in the people that you work with as a coach. It's so important in the people that you meet with on a podcast. It's so important to, to everything. And so I think about it almost daily. And I, I want to continue that. I want to make people feel like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This blows me away because I just was saying, so right before I recorded this, I recorded the first mom chat, which will air the week before this one airs. And this morning on top of that, I was having a movement mapping call with an amazing woman. And we were talking through, okay, what is like your mission? What's your movement? What is that thing that you're putting out there? And then how can we go actually put it out there? And I was talking with her to try to understand like, what have people been coming to you for? And she was saying how, she's in the, like the wellness space. And and she was saying that the people were choosing her just because of how she showed up and the space that she held. And I mentioned in the last episode and, and I'll mention again today, like I am on that journey of, you know, self-worth and, and being so that so tied to, to achievement and how can we break it apart? And again, the, you are enough, like you 
Lori, with the energy that you have and the the space that you offer was, that was all that woman wanted. That was all she needed for her wedding. And like you, like you said, you having all the achievements behind you was not the thing that, that converted her. And so I know that's been a journey that I've been working on a lot. I'll be curious to know if you've been doing mindset work around that too, but it's, that's just been the message that keeps hitting again and again and again today. And so I'm curious, do you do a lot of mindset work or have you worked around that? Or was that your first like big aha moment to, to that? I consistently have done mindset work for yeah. many years <laughs> because I, yes, because I do want to, you know, I do want to be excellent in all the things that I do, but sometimes that goes far because sometimes that is, I am finding worth in achievements. And so, yes, to say you are enough, no matter what you do, the energy that you bring to this situation is enough. If you are an amazing at photography, or if you're an amazing coach, or if you're an amazing leader at work, or if you sit on the couch and you bring that energy to watching like in contact with your kids, right? Like you're just, you can bring that same energy to everything that you do or to doing nothing. And it, and all of that is still totally enough. And so I have to remember that I have to remember to take those pauses. I have to remember to do those things because if I'm not intentional with it, I, I lose it sometimes and I have to kind of bring it back. Yeah. 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 I think that's so important. And it's so good that you've worked through, through that part of it. I'm curious to know, is there like any other mindset stuff that you're working on? You know, what is it new? I think I tried to say this before new levels, same new, new devils. Levels, new devils. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Um, mine is still asking for help. So I, I have had a team at work in my co- corporate career for years. I have always worked on a team. I have always counted on other people to do things. That was never the struggle for me. But asking for help in my personal life, asking my sisters for help or my mom for help or my husband for help or my friends for help or my neighbors for help, literally anyone has always been a massive struggle for me. And in my book, it's in the top four secrets because I know how important it is and I know how hard it is for me. And I know because it's hard for me that it's hard for other moms too. Mm -hmm. And so I have to consistently say to myself, you need help because that's what you need, not because it says anything about you. It says nothing about you. It just says that you're the normal mom that everyone is. You're a normal woman that everyone is. You're a human and that's cool, right? But I have always historically made it say so much about me that it it is still a work in progress, even though I've come, I mean, so far. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is so huge. A word that keeps popping up for me that I, my original word for the year was surrender, but it's still like that word is, I don't know, a little foreign to me in some cases as a control freak. It's a very hard (laughs) word for me to wrap my, wrap my mind around. So receive has been this other word that's come up that it's like the same thing as surrender, but it's just, I don't know, maybe a little bit more palatable for me. And I think that's totally what you're saying there is that support. It's all about that receiving and like surrendering and and letting go and like allowing, I know. I think we can say that we're the same and we're both overachiever, high achievers. And it's so hard to do. Don't you think? Yeah, it really is. And like, let people help you. Don't make it say some. And for me, it actually wasn't even about control. Like it wasn't about controlling a situation and thinking I could do it better. I cannot clean my house better. There are plenty of people that can clean my house better than me. There are plenty of people that can organize my toy room better than me. There are plenty of people that can do lots of things better than me. Mm -hmm. It was not about control. It was about what it said about me. You Mm -hmm. can't do it. So what does that say about you? And so consistently saying it says nothing about you. It just says that you're human is that affirmation that I have to repeat over and over again to, because it's okay to receive help from your spouse or your neighbors or your kids. And 
actually, people like to help people. I love when I can help someone else and people feel that way. Other people feel that way. So often you feel like you're a burden to someone when you actually brought them joy. Like it is completely the opposite. So I just, I really have to just, I I would say the words get over myself a little bit and just remember that I am just a human and it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's exact burden was exactly my thing that I was going to say. Like, I always feel like, well, I don't want to put anybody out or like, I've already asked enough of them. And so it's okay. I'll do it or I can do it. Or, you know, that, that is totally how I feel in that surrender and control and like receive space is that same thing of just, it's okay. But I'm the same way as you. Like I'm the, I'm, I am a two wing three. I am a literally a helper. And so all I want to do is help other people. So then why don't I think it's okay that other people want to help me? I know. And it, you, like that, it actually makes them happy, right? Like mm-hmm. they actually like to do it. It makes them, you know, I have a girlfriend that, that would throw these big parties, but mm-hmm. she would get to when the party would start and she would have not a lot of things done. She was still like in the, in the midst. So as soon as you would come in the house, she'd be mm-hmm. like, you need to cut cucumbers and you're going to do potatoes. And you're like, you got put to work right away. And everyone had the best time. Like people yeah. are drinking champagne and cutting up all the things and standing in the kitchen together. And it was awesome. It Mm -hmm. like, and she didn't let it say anything about her that the party wasn't ready when we walked in, nobody cared. And it was awesome. And so I just, I think back to that too, you know, i like, gives me chills when I think about it because it's just a moment that you, you can feel like a regular, like awesome human and everyone still thinks you're great. And it has nothing to do with the fact that, you know, the potato salad was already made when everyone walked in the door. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's so genius. Tell me, about your mindset journey. Like, what do you do to work on your mindset? I know I'm, I'm focusing more on coaches who help with that. Um, I'm curious to know what you do in your space. Um, massive amounts of reading, massive amounts of listening to podcasts. And I do in the morning, I always do gratitude because I feel like that just puts me in the right mindset that looking for the things that make me, that make my life wonderful. That is always a good mindset for me. Um, but then I do affirmations too. And right now I'm doing a lot of affirmations about like worth and money and money mindset, those types of things. Cause that's a struggle for me, especially in my business. Mm-hmm. And so those are the things that I've been focusing on lately, but I've certainly done ones, you know, about help and those, you know, those other things, confidence, uh, those other things in the past. So right now money is the focus, but I change it. And if it starts to get kind of boring, I go, okay, is it because I don't need this anymore? Is it because I'm not paying attention or is it because there's something else that's bigger that I need to be focusing on first? And then I can go back to that other, you know, that other thing I might be struggling with. Yeah. Where are you getting your affirmations from? Like, what are you looking for? So I have listened to, I found them and then I put them. So I use, um, think up, I was almost forgot the name of the app. Think up is the name of the app. It's free. If you um, only have three affirmations and you speak them. So you say your affirmations to yourself and they're recorded and then it plays it back to you with music behind it. So I have three, I've chosen three and mine actually is like back to back too. So it's actually six. (laughs) I'm like cheating the system, cheating the system a little, Um, but it will play it to me. So I push play and then it will play them over and over to me. And then it gets to the end. It plays it, I don't know, four times maybe through, Mm -hmm. but you can listen to it in the car. I sit at my desk and listen to it first thing in the morning. Um, But it's been really nice to do that. A lot of my um, money affirmations have come from Chris Harder. Um, I listen to his podcast and he has some ones that he'll either send you in an email or a a text message in the morning, or he'll say on his podcast. And I've been like, that one really resonates with me. And so I'll add it or I'll shift some of mine around, but that's, um, that's what I've been doing lately. Mm -hmm. Oh, so cool. I've never heard of that before. That's amazing. It's great. Really great. 
So, okay. So you said you were working through your mindset stuff and, and all of that for your business, but then you also mentioned some mom stuff too. Do you want to share that? Yeah, sure. So I, I was a straight A student, right? Always. Um, it was very easy for me to be a straight A student. I wasn't like some sort of dedicated studier. I just wanted excellence and I would listen in class and I would be able to do well. So I had to work hard sometimes, but I didn't always have to work super hard. And so I have had a hard time teaching my children how to kind of buckle down sometimes when they struggle with things, Mm -hmm. because I think, okay, just pay attention in class and you'll be fine. Well, no, that's not how everybody does it. Right. And so I've had a hard time with that. Well, my oldest has kind of learned, okay, here's when I have to listen more. Here's where I have to work harder. And so she excels in school and it's pretty easy for her. My Mm -hmm. second, not so much, does not love school, does not love listening in class, likes to kind of class clown, loves sports, Mm -hmm. like really would rather be doing that than any sort of class stuff. And his grades have struggled and Mm -hmm. I don't expect him to get straight A's, but I certainly don't expect him to be failing reading. And so you have, we have, you know, a digital way of checking our grades and I do that. And this semester, once again, bunch of fails in reading. And so it was an overall F in in the class. And he had a bunch of projects still to do, but it was still, you know, an F. And so it was just a big struggle for me because he's not going to just do it because he has consequences. It's just not a a thing that works for him. I could take away all the things, but it won't matter. Mm -hmm. I have to figure out a way to motivate him instead. And that's been a big challenge. So coming at it from another way and really figuring out how can I come alongside him and support him, but also motivate him to want to do this on his own. Um, it's a challenge. And, and it, it's also a constant reminder. I have four kids. They're all very different, different things, motivate them, different things, excite them, different things, make them angry and happy and different things are passions for them. And so I have to like, look at each of them as their own little human and not as just, this is how you parent. It's like, this is how you parent child A, and this is how you parent child B, and this is how you problem solve and come up with a million ideas because one might work for one and it's never going to work for the others. Mm-hmm. And so it's, um, it's the struggle of parents, right? It's the struggle of all of us. But I think that it, that has been the biggest struggle lately because I, I have yet to find the thing that motivates him a lot. So he got the grade up, but mm-hmm. it was not by his own excitement. It was just, he he finally did it. And, you know, he gave me a big hug and said, I I'll get my grades up. I'm sorry. I don't want, you know, I don't want it to be like this, but I don't, I still don't think it's from inside his own soul. It's yeah. because he doesn't want to disappoint me. And, yeah. and that's good for fine, fine for now, but I really need him to get it from within because mm-hmm. he can't maintain it. He's not going to become an adult who can, who can do it if he's just trying not to make me disappointed. Right. He right. needs to be able to have that inside him. So it's, um, it's a big challenge and, yeah. and it's a I tough love- one. Yeah. I love what you were saying there. I I've been thinking about motherhood as like being a guide. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is the name of my business yeah. and everything, but, <laughs> yeah. but that just was like kind of constant just happened because I think about like, like you said, they're individuals and my two kids are very different and they're three and one and a half. So like, I'm only seeing how different they are a smidget of it. I can only imagine when they get a little bit older, what it's going to be like. And it, it's so true. It's like, they're their own individuals. The second that they're born, like I'm here to make sure you don't crack your head open, that you're a good person and you've got your different things and ways you like to do things. So like, how can I nurture and just reinforce those things versus like the 
traditional structure. And so I love what you're saying there too, because I've been thinking about it a lot. Like my son is much more sensitive and, and he just needs different things. And he is, he is just very much me. And then my daughter is very much my husband and she's like super like a little tank. And she <laughs> is just like, she'll just fall down, bump her head up, gone, like onto the next thing. She's like a little, little, You're like, ah! and then she's just off. <laughs> oh yeah. She's like, don't even, and she is like, she's very chatty for 18 months. It's very surprising, but so is my son and hello, their mother. That's all I do is talk. So <laughs> yeah. it only makes sense. Um, but she is just, she is like, you don't want to mess with her. She tells you what she wants and she's a force to be reckoned with. And, and it's just so interesting to like, see how they're different. And like you said, how to parent them differently. And I don't know about you, but sometimes it can be just so tiring, so tiring you're doing, I mean, for you too. So you've got like your book and in your business, you've got the photography business, you're still working full-time and you love that. And then you want to stay doing that. Then you have four, I have two, you have four and they're older. So I'm sure you've got sports. I know your one plays baseball, All right? Things. Yeah. yeah. Baseball, right. theater, dance. Yeah. 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 And then, you, got then all you the things to yourself, like, what about me too? You know, you're, you're, you're always serving everybody else. And so I, I'm just curious on your insights of that too. Cause I feel like today was one of those days that I, my daughter was kind of sick. And so it was a toss up of whether they could go to daycare. And I was like, I need you. Like, I love you so much, but like, I need a me day. I need, <laughs> be gone. I need yeah. you to go to daycare today because like my mind is not right. And I'm not going to be able to like best support you. Like I just need some time to myself. So I'm curious about yeah. how you work that through that too. Cause I'm sure I'm not yeah. alone in that. Yeah. I think we all need breaks, right? We all need different types of breaks and depending on, you know, your kind of personality is what you need. Like I love to go out with girlfriends for dinner. I don't get to do it very often, but I love that. That brings me a lot of energy, but that, you know, I know is kind of exhausting for some moms, right? You just want to kind of like hole up in your bed and watch TV and have no one talk to you. And that's cool too, right? You know what you need. Um, and yeah, I think I have to be very intentional with the time that I use to take it for me and also with not filling my time. I started doing this not too long ago. And I just, I talked to another mom about it. um, And she was like, oh, that's so smart. But I started blocking time and putting nothing in it on purpose. Mm -hmm. Like it's blocked time where I didn't, I'm not putting, this is my time to read, or this is my time to hang out by the pool, or this is my time to work, or this is my time to anything. I'm literally letting nothing go in there. And for me, it's been Friday nights a lot because Friday nights are kind of easy for us. Not tonight because we're going to a baseball game, but (laughs) But in general, we, I will block just a couple of hours and put nothing in it. And then once I get to that time, I get to decide what I'm going to do now. Maybe it is work, right? Like maybe I'm really excited about a project like the one we're talking about Mm -hmm. and I want to keep going at it. Awesome. Like if that's how I feel and that's what I want to do, then that's what I'll do. But if I don't, if I want to sit and do nothing, if I want to read, if I want to snuggle with the kids, right. It it doesn't really matter, but blocking the time. So I have white space to pick what I want to do instead of just filling my time with a hundred things, because if I let it, uh, my calendar could be full from four in the morning to 10 at night, like, and with no breaks. And so I have to intentionally put that space in because if not, um, I know that I, that is the direction for burnout for me is that when I fill it fully, fully, fully full, 
and I feel like now I've lost control of it all. That's where burnout comes in. And that's, I've, I've only hit it once and I intend to never hit it again, but I've been there. And like, apparently I needed to see how far I could go and when that would actually hit. Cause I thought I'm never going to be burnout. I can do a million things. Yeah. Oh no, I do have a breaking point and I hit it. And so now I know it's there and I know I can't get to that. And so by putting those white space blocks into my schedule, that's really been a giant help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Space, I feel like is a conversation I've been having so much lately of just not only like space in my day and and space for more joy, but then space, like you were saying, the support and who's holding space for your highest and best. I I just, it's also just a calming word. So I'd like to hear it and say it. (laughs) Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. But I, I love what you're saying there. I started it's now it's warmer. So I'm outside of Cleveland, so it's not always beautiful, but now it finally is. And so I forgot how much I missed walking because, you know, my kids are younger, so it's hard to like get them in the wagon, get them all bundled up just to take our dog on a walk. Like it just doesn't happen. It's a lot. So, yeah. 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 So I've found space for myself in the morning now to take our dog for a walk and just like have that time. Even if I'm going to be with the kids, my husband will take like the morning shift and then I'll take him the rest of the day. And, um, I think, yeah, just seeing in the like three days that I've done that so far, I'm like, oh yeah, I need more space throughout my day to just be, you know, not feel strapped to my desk or or to the kids. And then your mind does all the like fun, creative, awesome things that it doesn't do. I know that if I sit down to try to do something creative, so if I like force myself, okay, now it's two o'clock, it's time to like write a really fun, exciting email or like start a brainstorm, a new project. I know that if my mind's like, uh, mm-hmm. I know that it's too much. I know I've been doing too much. I have not had enough white space because those creative ideas stop coming for me. Mm-hmm. And I hate that feeling. I want to always have new ideas and be thinking of new things and doing new stuff with the family. And when all of that just kind of feels like it's at a standstill or like kind of going through sludge, it just, I can tell that, okay, I've put too many things in and too much of my mind is taken up and now it doesn't have space for the things I love the most. So I do have to back off and then say, okay, where can I put in white space? Where can I put these extras? You know, where can I move things? Where can I scrap things and be like, okay, we're not actually going to do that anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. where can I, what can I get rid of? I really have to be careful with that um, because I want to feel awesome every day and Mm -hmm. I don't want to be struggling with those things, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's so, so poignant and so true. And so tell us what you were doing like this week or this weekend, or in addition to the amazingness that you're doing in your business, that is that more joy for you that, that you're going to hold on to. Yeah. Um, well, I, our weekends are, you know, dedicated to a lot of kids stuff. So (laughs) we are doing a baseball game tonight. We're going to see the diamondbacks. So, um, that's exciting. The kids, we haven't been in years, so they'll have a lot of fun with that. And then I said in my Instagram stories this week, it's a, it feels like a couple of weeks of lasts. So we had our last T-ball game, our last theater performance of the season. Mm -hmm. Our last day of school is next week. Our last dance recital, our last baseball tournament is this weekend. (laughs) So all of these lasts, And then the summer kind of opens up for us, to be really honest. We have camps, but we don't have all of our standing activities for the kids don't continue. And Mm -hmm. then, um, you know, work kind of stays the same. And then my, my entrepreneurial thing, I can do whatever I want, right. I can schedule my own schedule. And so it will open up a little bit for us. So it'll give us more breathing room, more time to just go hang out at the pool and, Mm -hmm. you know, relax and have fun. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so exciting. So wait, so just, I just am curious because my kids are younger. So your kids will go to camp. Like, do they go during the week every week or are there like just a couple of weeks that they're at camp? Yeah. So my old school schedule, um, my old, like as in three years ago, everybody Mm -hmm. went to camp, they went to the camp at school and they went or, or daycare camp. 
yeah. they did it all summer long, every day, all week long, uh, because they were younger and they needed more energy from me. And so I have my, my corporate career is very demanding. And mm-hmm. so having children at home and trying to care for them and do my corporate career well, if I had both happening at the same time, I did both very terribly. And yeah. so I want to be excellent in my career and I want to be an excellent mom. And I realized I cannot do both at the same time, at the mm-hmm. exact same time. So they were always in camp. Well, now they're a little bit older, so they can kind of like do their own thing while okay. I'm doing meetings, while I'm doing extra things. So this summer they're in sporadic camps, not a camp mm-hmm. for the whole summer. So they'll will have days where they're just kind of hanging out, you know, watching YouTube, you know, kids on their iPad and like, you know, playing games and getting to, you know, getting ready for, to go hang out in the pool in the afternoon. So Mm -hmm. it'll be a little bit different schedule and I'm hoping it'll be good. I think they'll be able to handle it. And worst case next year, I don't do the same thing. Right. right? Yeah. I try a new thing and then I, you know, yeah, but then they'll be, they'll be older. They'll be 13 and six and that's a whole different ball game too. I mean, that range, they help each other. They play with each other. So all of those things make a big difference too, I think. So interesting. Lori, thank you so much for just chatting with us. I think it's so interesting to hear what we're all up to. Before we head off, tell everybody about how they can chat with you more and and learn about your book and all the amazingness that you do. Absolutely. Secretsofsupermom.com is the best place. That's where you can get the book, find the podcast, find, you know, any programs, new things that we have available. And then I'm Secrets of Supermom on Instagram and Facebook. You're awesome. Thank you, Lori. I so appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Want more? Make sure you subscribe and review so you don't miss a thing. Ready to become more self-assured and grounded and get that strategy, support, and self-care that you need to be the best mompreneur that you can be? Make sure you click the link below so that you can apply for our upcoming retreat.